Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or a musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, simply reach out. Find all the contact information on the almost famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. Tonight, I'm being joined on the tiny stage by a Boston band called Jack. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Thanks for having us. Sure thing. Give an introduction of who's in studio. I am Matt Jacola. I'm the songwriter and play guitar and sing. I'm Megan Nasizio. I'm on keys and backup vocals. I'm uh, Brian Master George. I'm on guitar. Now, I understand, too, that um, two of you just met this morning? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. How did that happen? How did that work out? So Brian and Megan just met this morning. So Jack, as a, as a project or a band, is really just kind of me and my friends. Um, so these guys are both friends of mine, and we've been practicing separately here and there, but we, haven't, we just hadn't been able to get together, the three of us, yet. And I've known both of them for many years, but they just haven't overlapped. So this Today's morning, the day. today is the day. Yeah, That's very cool. I love that. I was reading a bunch of interviews with you, and I'm, I'm going to follow the, uh, the trend here and ask the question that everybody has asked so far, the origin of the band name. Yeah, yeah. It's based on my name. So it's like the first four letters of my name and my last name, J-A-T-K. And I chose it for a few reasons, one of them being... It felt a little like Van Halen-ish, I guess. And, I, love, you know, I love that. Just kind of run out of, you know, every band name's kind of dumb when you think about it. So <laughs> I just kind of wanted to use my name in some way. And then secondly, it, it's kind of like the hardest part of my name. When, when people see my last name, they, they, they get flustered by those four letters in sequence usually. So it was just kind of fun to put on the, in the forefront. And I got to give a big shout out to, to uh, Mike Murata from Vanyaland because he's the one that introduced me to you. And the first question I asked him is, "How do you pronounce the band name?" <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's it's good SEO though. It's good for the internet. To exactly. Have a weird weird spelling. Absolutely. Yeah. So you had a, a single that came out uh, f- a few months back, and uh, a video that came out a few months back as well, and a new single coming out this week. So let's talk about the available music. What's out there? Yeah. Um, so the album. Shut Up and Be the Light, we put that out in uh, 2022, so that's out and available for everybody to listen to, and the new single is called Anna, and that is a new song, it's kind of, it was from the same sessions, but it just didn't make it on the full album, so it's getting put out as a separate standalone single. Fantastic. What I love about your sound, and uh, we're going to talk about more about this throughout the night, is that it's just kind of like shamelessly sappy power pop and some of the best power pop I've heard in a long, long time. Is that something that's intentional? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I love it. I felt like growing up, there was a lot of bands that were channeling some of that stuff, like uh, that, that were not afraid to be melodic, but also hard and like be able to hum the tune and everything. And there's just not as much rock music like that out there anymore. So 
when I started, that's what I really wanted to do. Yeah, kind of like harkens back to like the late seventies, early eighties, kind of when that like pre new yeah. wave, like post punk movement was kind of in, in the uh, in motion. Yes, for sure. So there's really just like not a lot of rock music out there that was doing what I wanted to hear. So that's that's what we're doing. Here. You filled the gap. Yeah, trying to. Well, let's hear some live stuff. What are we kicking off the night with? We're kicking off the night with the first song, first official full song from Shut Up and Be the Light. It's called Easy to Kill. Let's hear it. We have Jack live in studio tonight. That's J-A-T-K, 95.9 W-A-T-D. The tiny stage is yours. Ah 
Jack live on the tiny stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Matt, talk about that song. How did that song happen? Um, that song came together in 2020. So our rendition tonight was a little uh, different than what's on the recording. A lot of the, uh, you can hear it a little more on the, on the full album version, but there's a lot of found audio and it's from... You know, a lot of, like, the protests that were happening at the time, like the Breonna Taylor shooting, things like that. And it's kind of a song loosely inspired by some of that. Um, it just felt like it was buzzing around everywhere. And so I was just taking that into my world of the album. So moments like that, and I, I think this is a perfect example, because around that time when all that was happening with the George Floyd incidents and all that, a lot of people were saying that you know musicians should stay out of getting involved in politics and political issues and stuff like that. Some of the best songs of all time have been about those exact things, about musical protests, about what's happening in the world. How does that work with you? I mean, I kind of wholeheartedly disagree with that, so... I, I think everybody, I think people should be speaking their mind now more than ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely agree with that. Matt, show with us the website and the social information for Jack and yourself. Yeah, it's all Jack the Band. It's J-A-T-K, the band. Jackttheband.com will bring you to our link tree. And then it's Jack the Band on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, all the socials. Bandcamp is jack.bandcamp.com. Um, Friendster. Don't have a Friendster page yet, but OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, no. no, once once the money dries up from this, we'll switch over to OnlyFans. <laughs> Matt, what is your earliest music memory, and when did music first become part of your life? So one of my first music memories is uh, uh, watching Jeopardy when I was a kid. I used to, I guess, sing and whistle the theme song. This is just my parents told me that. I don't remember doing that part. But I do remember watching Jeopardy. So the the theme song and also just like generally theme songs from that era and like jingles. I love stuff like that. I, and I can still recite and recall a lot of random stuff. Do you ever cover the Jeopardy theme live? Not yet. <laughs> Maybe tonight. Yes. Future goals. <laughs> yeah. When did it become from just being, you know, a hobby or just being something that you, you do, you know, when nobody's around to actually being a career? Yeah, that's a good question. Unfortunately, I don't make all my money from from music. I wish I could. Um, I feel like uh, not we're not set up as a society to sustain as many musicians as should be sustained, and I'm not one of them. But so I do have a day job, but I do pretty much do this as a full time job as well, on top of my regular full time job. So it's uh, been like that pretty much since I was probably in high school. Once I started my first bands, I was just like all in, like twenty four seven. Just wake up, think about it, do it write songs, record songs, play shows, and that's kind of never stopped since then. Fantastic. Megan, how about you? When did music first become part of your life? Oh, um, my dad's a musician, so he played a lot at home, and yeah, that was probably my first exposure. I was just kind of like singing along and listening to him play. Um, yeah, I'm a music teacher, an elementary school music teacher. Oh, that's so, so cool. It's just be, it is my um, day-to-day life. Yeah, but this <laughs> Megan is a, figured out a way to make money doing music. Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> you got to be creative. That's, that's the way to do it. That's yeah. cheating. <laughs> yeah, right. I play hot cross buns all day. <laughs> and Brian, how about you? Yeah, it's kind of always been a thing. My my um, my mom is, all, is really into music, has always been into it. She was, like, obsessed with 
Aerosmith. That's like her like lifelong yeah. passion. You're in Aerosmith um, country right now. They're right down the street. <laughs> we we like literally Duxbury Marshfield, right down the street from Joe Perry. I've been in Joe Perry's house before. Now, I've interviewed his son. I think Roman is a musician. Yeah, so I met Tony a couple of times. And yeah, we my high school band <laughs> recorded our first demo at Joe Perry's home. Studio. Oh man, that's awesome! <laughs> and it's so probably insane. the worst thing <laughs> ever recorded. Matt, um, find a copy of that and send it to me. All yeah, right, I'll I'll try. I'll try to <laughs> see if I can. But uh, I grew up in Nashville, so it was just kind of like this persistent thing. And my first guitar teacher was this guy Tom Ledden, who was uh, the brother of bernie ledden from the eagles. eagles nice and he played in uh mud crunch with uh tom petty and he was just like this old salt music industry vet he actually passed away recently so r.i.p to tom but yeah it's just been ever since i mean i started playing guitar at 10 or 11 and i'm 36 now and it's just been something of always done to varying degrees of success and fantastic it's just this is the thing i'm gonna do i'm just gonna keep doing it awesome good to have you guys you guys sound amazing together thank, thank you. you let's do more music what are we listening to next next i think we're gonna play japanese butterfly <laughs> let's hear it we have jack in studio tonight live on the tiny stage 95.9 WHD. guys whenever you're ready take it away
crown from the clown show him some love a unique song title and a unique sound that's jack in studio tonight 95.9 w-a-t-d live on the tiny stage uh, matt talk about that song how did that song come to be that song came to be also in 2020 so the other the crazy thing about 2020 was nothing there, happened <laughs> there, yeah nothing happened at all to the world um but i i also like in conjunction with the pandemic that happened i literally like the same week that the shutdown started happening i got uh diagnosed with, with cancer with uh, hodgkin's lymphoma and so i went through all of that during the pandemic i did chemo and radiation through all that time for like into the summer and really i actually wrote uh japanese butterfly that summer like uh, just as i was coming off of like having treatment so that's really where it came from it's just a little bit of a exploration of some of the the thoughts and feelings i was having at that time well first of all how are you today I'm good today. Good. I'm, I'm all clear. So yeah, all the treatment went well. Excellent. Um, yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, fully, fully. Yeah, I, I, I have to go to fewer and fewer doctor appointments now. They're super boring when I do go. So that's what I like. That's good. Yes, yeah. good news. So other than that song, how did that change kind of influence your music? It put everything in perspective. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it made the idea that I wanted to play music and record music and like play with my friends and it just put it into perspective how important that is to me so i've just been running with it since that's kind of where the whole album came from just that spirit and and um like a lot of these live collaborations are are extensions of that too that's great that's jack matt brian and megan in studio tonight 95.9 WHD. We are up against our first break of the night. We have tons of music to share with you left, and also uh, we'll chat more about the band and uh, the new projects as well. We're live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. Don't forget to give me a follow tonight, Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. Or head over to almostfamousradio.com. I'm being joined in studio tonight by the band Jack. How are you guys doing? Good. Fantastic. Let's go around and introduce yourselves again. I'm Matt Jacola. I am playing guitar and singing and writing the songs. Megan DeCizio, I'm on keys and backup vocals. And, uh, Brian Master George, I play guitar. Fantastic. Share with us the website, the socials, all that stuff. Yeah, jackthebandcom It's J-A-T-K, the band, and Jack the Band on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also TikTok, actually. Yeah, TikTok. Great. And you've got a new single coming out this week. And uh, what else is available for music out there? So we have the full album that came out last year, um, so tons of music there, and we just did a, a, a music video not too long ago, earlier this year, for a song called Don't Come Knockin', and yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there, uh, so there's a couple of things on YouTube, and um, 
Yeah. Let's go to the link tree and, and, and work your way around. Yeah. Let's do some more music. What are we listening to next? Um, the next song is called Don't Call. Let's hear it. We have Jack in studio tonight, live on the tiny stage. It's all yours, 95.9 WATD. Say it again one more time 
Call me again one more time Spider webs like a spider man Scream my calls like my name was Gwen That's Jack live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We have Matt, Megan, and Brian here. Guys, great job on that. That sounds amazing. Talk about that song. How did that happen? Yeah, that one came together a bit of a, a recording project. The recording's really different than the version that we just played. It's um, it's really produced, and like the vocals are pitched up, and there's a bunch of programmed stuff, and it's kind of upbeat. And the version that we just played is a little quite different take on it that we just put together for this live version. And we've been working on like a full band version that has some similar flavor to that. And it's been really fun to work on an alternate version of it. You guys have a really, especially you, Matt, have a really distinctive sound, especially uh, the guitar playing, the, the vocals, the songwriting. How did you discover the sound that we're listening to tonight? That particular song is very like kind of r&b inspired actually is like kind of like a like a prince feel or like a, an old school like a, like some temptations type stuff but i mean the vibe is a little more down i guess and also i'm not prince or the temptations so there's that <laughs> <laughs> that's where that particular one came from and and some of the other ones are like japanese butterflies more as much more rocking when we do it with the full band and the, the version we did tonight is a little more um subdued but i like doing that i like having the different versions because i write a lot of this stuff on acoustic guitar so it's fun to play it on acoustic guitar even if it's a big old rock song in its final form sometimes so talk about making that transition from you know playing as a solo artist to working with a band and having you know a, a full sound with with you know all your friends kind of creating a vibe behind you yeah i mean i i love that i i after coming off of working on the album there's a lot of collaboration that went into the album but there's also a lot of stuff i just did on my own and it's extremely fun to not do that now <laughs> like that i can play with other people and um it's just fun to like hear what they're bringing to their like with their interpretations of stuff and yeah i love it how do you work out the arrangements I stand in the corner with a whip until <laughs> everyone gets it right. No, no. I, we, we, it's, uh, I mean, th some of the songs are, are pretty loose. Like the, the arrangement we figured out for Don't Call is a little kind of loose. There's not a lot of like prescribed parts necessarily. There's a couple melodies that, to get in, but the rest we've kind of fallen into in terms of like what feels right for doing this kind of like acoustic version. And then there's certain parts that I'm, I want played, but there's also plenty of room for interpretation on that stuff. So it's just kind of fun to show like Brian or Megan, this is kind of what I'm thinking and then just have them interpret it through their lens. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of times because he, Matt like layers so many things on his recordings, I kind of end up just kind of like what my ears kind of pick out and I kind of like mash it together and kind of take it from there. Matt's also like, I think 
you're okay with like a workaholic. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so like he sent these incredible recordings to me with like all of my parts panned into the left ear so I could, we only met like three times and I was able to just learn all of the harmonies just from him literally singing everything. So he'll never ask anybody to do anything he can't do himself. <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Next. Don't oh. come knocking. Yeah. Don't come knocking. Let's hear it. We have uh, Jack live on the tiny stage. This is the first song I heard about you. 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. Jack live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. That song is, has a really cool vibe to it. Yeah, so that song, actually a little bit of a sister song to uh, to Don't Call, which we played earlier, and they're very similar musically, and I wrote 
don't come knocking first and then kind of re did an alternate take on a similar theme musically and lyrically so they're kind of sister songs in the in the way that they just are so always related to me and yeah we just really went full like old school r&b with the the full band recording for this one where i was really like i really just wanted to be like a temptations type of r&b feel and it's a great like headphone song too because there's, there's a lot going on in that song that you can really only hear with you know really good headphones on yeah i mean i wish i could make everybody listen to all music with headphones on because you miss so <laughs> much just, yeah, yeah just and not, not not like airpods but like you know like bose yeah some nice comfort or like some nice speakers just yeah, especially, like, I mean, my own music, I'm like, you can't hear that through, like, a phone. Like, you, you can't hear, like, all these different things through, like, a, if you're just playing it off your phone, like, into the air. Like, that sounds horrible. They they all sound bad. But, I mean, that's what, what we do. So you have to, like, make it sound good that way, too, which is the real challenge. So a song like that, Don't Come Knocking, when is it finished? When is it ready for the studio? When is it ready to be shared live? Usually. Never. Uh, <laughs> yes yes really yeah well actually i mean like we're still interpreting it for live so there's there is definitely truth to that as far as the recording goes it's just kind of whenever i'm like not listening and thinking this needs to change there's a certain point i just get to where it's like okay this is okay i can get down with this and i don't feel like i have to add or subtract anything anymore so a song like that, like we just mentioned, you know, you need to listen to that song with, you know, good headphones on, on really good speakers. The benefits of working with a really solid producer. Talk about that. Yeah. Who did you work with on this album? And For that particular song for uh, Don't Come Knockin', I worked with Adam Taylor, who I've worked with for years. Um, he's an awesome producer. Uh, yeah, I've done ton of, tons of music with him over the years. And we have a, a little bit of like a relationship where i can just like say two words to him and he knows what i'm going for so when i gave him the tracks because we actually mixed that one remotely um don't come knocking and when i said all right i want it to be like old school and i want it to sound like these bands that's really all i need to say because we've we've talked about all that stuff and he's a really big kind of like retro r&b and soul guy anyway so he knew what i was going for in terms of the mixing because it's not easy to recreate that kind of like 60s era Motown sound, and I think he nailed it on that. He absolutely did, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, let's do more stuff. What are we listening to next? We're going to listen to Hi. Let's hear it. Jack, live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. The tiny stage is all yours.
That's Jack live on the tiny stage, sounding amazing tonight, 95.9 WHD. Great job, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Talk about that song. How did that song happen? So High is a song that um, I've had for a long time. I actually used to play it with my duo that was called FBGM, and we, we released it as a single, and I really wanted to figure out a like a live full band version because we would just do it just the two of us sometimes, and it's been really fun to do as a full live band because it's big and rocking now. And yeah, the interpretation that we're doing uh, tonight's a bit of like a hybrid between like that version and a semi-acoustic feel. Now's a, a good a chance as any to talk about influences, and we'll go around the room on this. But Matt, who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to today? Well, right now. I'm listening to. I, I just I just started listening to this album by this band Pony that I really like. I kind of knew their music, and then they just put an album out not long ago, and I'm pretty obsessed with it right now. Um, it just it really just a few songs, especially are just really good. I love really well produced rock music, and this is like super melodic. It's like pouring pixie sticks in your ear it's just not, it's like <laughs> yeah it's like that sort of thing so that's something i'm listening to now but then there's always like i mean i'm a huge beatles fan i'm a huge uh, smashing pumpkins fan i just i really like bands that don't do one thing i guess it, like when i choose my favorite bands i i mean I, I love bands that do one thing too actually but 
If you want me to choose a favorite, I'd say Smashing Pumpkins or Beatles because they're just so like all over the place within their catalog. Fantastic. Yeah. Brian, how about you? I would say I'm a fan of this guy, Jay Robbins. He was the singer of uh, Jawbox, and he's been in a bunch of other great bands like Burning Airlines and Channels and Office of Future Plans. He's also a producer, and he's produced tons and tons and tons of records from the 90s and early 2000s and still today. Anything in the Jay Robbins overse is probably like where I live the mo- most of the time. I really love Jawbox and this band Shiner that he was uh, attached to. But, you know, I, I think my tastes as I've grown older have kind of mellowed a bit. I like a lot of Kurt Vile and, you know, but like I think all time is just like, you know, I just love like big, big sounding rock albums like Soundgarden, Super Unknown. Yes. Just the best. So last but not least, Megan. I grew up listening to like a lot of 60s, just like what my parents listened to. And then um Kind of in my formative years, because I was a piano player, I got really into Regina Spector and Ben Folds and Sarah Bareilles. So the, the, just anybody who sings and plays the piano is kind of informs my own music making the most. Very cool. I'm going to go rapid fire on this, starting with Matt. A song you wish you had written. Uh, oh, boy. Um, wow. Uh, a song I wish I'd written. I guess All You Need Is Love. Cool. How about you, Brian? Jeez. That's too big of a question. So stressed out. <laughs> uh, let's just go in, in the in the Soundgarden. Uh, this, this song, Super Unknown yeah. by Soundgarden is so good. Cool. And last but not least, Megan. Uh, fast Car, Tracy Chapman. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, there you go. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song, so we'll do that after this. We have Jack live in studio, 95.9 WATD. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. And on the Tiny Stage, we say hello for the final time to Jack. How you guys doing? Good. Good. One last time, let's go around and introduce yourselves. I'm Matt Jacola. I play guitar and vocals, and I'm a songwriter. Megan DeCizio, keys and backup vocals. Uh, Brian Master George, guitar. Fantastic. The website, the socials, all that stuff. JackTheBand.com. That's J-A-T-K, the band, and then it's on the socials. Got to get some more TikTok followers for sure, so just add that JackTheBand on TikTok. While it lasts. (laughs) While it lasts. (laughs) It's getting banned one state at a time, unfortunately. Yep. It's dangerous, kids. (laughs) It's communist. (laughs) And the the available music out there. Yeah, um, yeah. Look for Shut Up and Be the Light, the the album on Spotify, on at Bandcamp. Uh, we love Bandcamp on Apple Music. All the places you get music, you can you can find Jack. Cool. And a new single out this week. Yes, very excited about that. It's called Anna. And is that I understand it's gonna be the the, uh, the last song of the night. It is, and we've worked out a very special arrangement for tonight. No, I have to say, I, I was listening to the song during soundcheck, and I, this might have the most 90s references in the song that I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on those, yeah. 
Talk about, uh, before we hear the song, talk about how it happened. It's a big old reference to stuff that I love from the 90s, really. I, I'm really pretty, like, anti-nostalgia generally. Like, I, I mean, I do love certain things, and I, like, looking back, but I really, I try not to. And I just could not help myself with this song. Like, I just started coming up with it, and it just felt like a, a really old-school Weezer song. And I was like, I'm just going for it. I'm going to, like, make all the decisions that they would make. And, and, like, that Blue Album, Pinkerton eras, you know, the era that I grew up just loving, which which then overlaps with what I was writing about, which is middle school and, like, your first, yeah, just kind of, like, those special weird middle school feelings and love Jinko, and Jinko jeans, Jinko jeans, and <laughs> which Matt is, Matt's wearing them right now. Yeah. He is. It's great too. Yeah. Well guys, thank you so much for uh, making this happen tonight. Uh, get home safely. Best of luck with the single release at the end of the week. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Hopefully. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. 95.9 WHD. One final time. Jack, the name of the song is Anna 95.9 WHD. Let's hear it. Cross 
spider's about to come undone He will love you till the